Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Well, welcome to today's show. It's all about those individuals that manipulate you and manipulate you to do things that you otherwise would not in your sane mind actually engage in doing. Men and women are both very vulnerable to being around emotional manipulators. And something to consider is that we all are influencers. We all manipulate each other. I mean, for instance, if you stand in an elevator and say hello and smile as people step in, you're trying to influence, so to speak, the moment so that everybody can have a little bit more relaxing elevator ride. If you, on the other hand, begin to snarl or be grumpy as you're walking through a particular living room while people are watching TV, you're influencing that moment to make them think that maybe you don't approve of the program or that they're watching television. See, moms and dads do these types of manipulations all the time. The quality of your voice and the way you speak, whether it's musical, whether it's friendly, whether it's harsh, negative, those are all influencers and they manipulate the way people feel. And so since we are all so very vulnerable to being manipulated by each other, it's important to know when you've begun to engage in a relationship where someone's gone way beyond just influencing you and your mood for the day and instead has taken charge of who you are. Now, the important thing is not so much to know who those people are, but to know when it is happening to you. Because if you know when you are under the influence, the spell, so to speak, as if you're being hypnotized and owned by another individual, then you will be able to get yourself out of it if you want to. And that is a key. Because sometimes we simply don't want to get ourselves out of being manipulated or influenced by another individual because it seems like those are the individuals that perhaps will give us love, valuation, recognition, arms to fall into, sex to have, a sense of being praised, a sense of someone's there for me. And so we allow them to manipulate us because on the other side of that same coin, you're also getting something that you value and that you want for yourself. So for those individuals though, that are in situations where they feel completely controlled by someone else, like they'll just react or, or be triggered or be moved into doing something they otherwise wouldn't do, then maybe if you're wanting to get out of those circumstances, the first thing you need to do is Wake up and take charge of learning how to be in charge of your own mind, your own emotions. Stop looking at that other person, how they need to change doing what they're doing. That's an easy and probably the first trap to get away from is trying to change the other person. If they're busy manipulating you, either consciously or unconsciously, they're more eager to try to get you to be what they want and are having a modicum of success because look at it. You're responding to them the way they seem to be wanting you to go or flow. So if you don't want to keep responding to that person, you have got to come back to yourself. You have to know who you are, what you really feel, what you really want, and what your powers are in life to be able to change 
you. And that's first and foremost. If your feet are grounded in who you are, then other people will come. Millions of other people will come around you to try to influence you. And you will go with those individuals that benefit you or that you understand or that you choose to be influenced by. You will also know how you can influence others because you will stand stronger in your own sense of being you. In addition to that, you will also be able to notice when people are working very hard to try to get you to be different than what you want to be or what you think you are. So therefore, since you'll be able to sense it because you're so strong inside yourself, you will be able to disengage from those who want to dominate you or emotionally manipulate you. Well, as this series goes on in terms of talking about emotional manipulators, we will help you be able to identify those moments when you are completely sucked into the dynamics going on. Okay, well, that's the first phase is to know who you are. So, for example, let's say that you're going to go into a circle of people and you know very well that they have certain opinions. You're more than welcome to have your own opinion walking into that room, but make sure you know what your opinions are. Now, you may choose to voice them or not, because remember, it's not about whether you're going to influence them. It's that you are going to stay true to yourself. You can be educated by their points of view. You can be informed and enlightened and awakened by other people's points of view. But if instead you find yourself slipping away as if what they say is true and what you say is not, or what they think has, is, has validity and what you think does not have validity, then you are losing yourself. And that sense of losing yourself can occur inside in such a way as to one feel like you're floating or two feel like suddenly your thoughts are unclear like your own prehistory doesn't exist three as if the other person is intimidating you to believe that you're right only if you believe exactly what they say in other words you can only get your sense of validation if you completely harmonize with where they're at so that feeling of I'm only going to be right if I agree with them and the panic associated to that sense of, oh my goodness, something's going to happen to me if I am wrong, as if you're going to fail a test of some sort, then that means that definitely you've engaged in a situation where you feel like someone else has more right to your opinion and your experience than they do. The truth is that probably everybody has a point of view or has some validity in what they're thinking or some way of validating that their thoughts are provable. After all, research is completely available on every single topic. But you have to sit there and be true to yourself. You know what you know, and you don't know what you don't know. And you have opinions on many things, and you don't have opinions on others. But you can be true to both what you stand strong in, and also to those things that don't matter to you. But realize that it's about knowing you in your mind. Now next, also be very aware of what you emotionally need. Because as soon as we emotionally need something, we're in a state of wanting to receive. After all, the law of attraction is all about being able to bring into our lives that which we are wanting to have. And so knowing that you're in an emotional needy spot or an emotional wanting spot isn't a bad thing. Be very clear about that. But now also be very clear that some people will say that they'll help you or match what your needs are, and other people will use what your emotional needs are to lasso you into a situation and then be able to take charge of who you are, twisting you this way and that way to their own amusement or their own use. So be very clear and accepting of what it is that you emotionally want or what you emotionally need. 
Now, emotions are variable, meaning that they never stay placed in one second to the other. So what you emotionally need or want is going to switch. It's going to sway with whatever's going on around you. You physically need is not going to sway as much unless we're talking about the wants. The wants in this case would be like sex, for example, or or having a hunger for a dessert or something that's not nutritional for your body and yet is something that you want, you hunger for. So get very clear on need versus want and be very clear on what you emotionally want. Anytime you have need or want, it does allow the footing of other people who manipulate you to try to get you to bargain into what it is they have to offer. Now, this is nothing new because it's exactly way advertising and marketing work. And we are every single second of the day barraged with people telling us how what they have to offer us is what we need and that our life will not be the same unless we take what they have to offer. So be clear that your emotional wants and your emotional needs, even your physical wants, are going to entice you into listening to people who promise to satisfy your needs and your wants. And at those points, take particular care to be wise about who you select or what you select that's actually going to address your wants and your needs. Now, for the sake of this conversation, we're actually going to flip this around for a moment so you have a better understanding of the other side of this. You know, Dell Carnegie and Warren Buffett have successful strategies for human relationships. And I want to just go over Dell Carnegie's approaches because you want to know that Dell Carnegie, who was all about winning and influence people, was a grand manipulator, or maybe better said, he really wanted to know how to humanly influence others. And he had a sense of magnanimity, like he really wanted to do this in a positive way for the benefit of all. But on the other hand, you want to also realize that a lot of these skills that Del Carnegie has are part of the arsenal of emotional manipulators. Now, the difference is, is being able to know that you're grounded in you, number one. Number two, that you know that your emotional wants and your physical wants and needs are going to kind of allow you to be vulnerable to people who promise but really can't deliver. And then three, you're also going to try to differentiate sincere from insincere, from those people who really want to have a relationship with you, that really want to know you, really want to engage with you, and those that really want to pretend that they're interested in a relationship with you, but actually they would like to gain secondary things from you, whether it's sex, money, that you value their power, that they can manipulate your time, that they can get you to forego who you are so that they can somehow get their needs and their wants met first. So be aware of individuals along these lines. Now here I'm going to go through Carnegie's list so that you can know what is sincere and then also what the emotional manipulators who are really smart about this know. First he said, be friendly. Second, he said, praise even the smallest improvements that are taking place in the person. Thirdly, be encouraging of what it is that other individuals are needing encouragement about. Fourthly, be sympathetic. Care about their pains and the complications that they're going through. Fifth, when engaged in a conversation, take the conversation from their viewpoint so that you can really understand where they're coming from and give them a sense that you are trying to understand where they're coming from. Next, if they come up with an idea that's congruent to yours, don't rush to 
identify that that was really your idea. Help them enjoy that they have discovered their own movement or their known idea or their own solution. Seventh, as much as possible, avoid arguments. They don't tend to go anywhere and they create dissonance. Eight, don't say you're wrong or contradict them. Well, yeah, but because that's going to create dissonance as opposed to a collateral experience. And finally, let them save face when things seem to go wrong and help them avoid blame and shame. Now, the Dale Carnegie's list here is actually very valuable, and I wanted you to consider that in the course of being able to influence others, these are nice tools. And mastering these types of tools will, in a sense, help you become an influencer. Now, you can take this so far and become an emotional manipulator, meaning that you can romance a woman to go to bed with you or romance a man to pay your bills. There's all sorts of ways to be able to use these so that the other person is lured into your trap. But also be aware that other people can try to lure you as well. Now, it's not really my intention to make you think that everybody around you is under suspicion. It's not a great way to live life. In fact, we understand by research that people who are optimistic about other individuals tend to have better relationships and tend to attract those individuals who are sincere and effective in their life. Secondly, if you're spending your time with people who are already living life very successfully and they're excited about the way you're living life successfully, they're not as inclined to try to manipulate you in a situation because they're not worried about benefiting themselves because they're already doing well in their own, their own shoes. Those individuals, however, that are having difficulties with romance, loving relationships, feeling powerful or powerless, or they don't have enough money, or they feel basically like they may have one asset and that's the one they're going to try to manipulate with and they don't have the other assets. For example, a woman might try to use her beauty or her sexuality to lure a man into paying her bills because she doesn't really have a means for her own income. A man might try to lure a woman into having sex with them and provide all sorts of gifts or compliments or opportunities to go do things together merely because he wants the sexual relationship. And if the woman is not already capable of giving all those things to herself, that's going to make her more vulnerable. Now, some of you say, wait a minute though, I want to have sex and I want a man to pay for me and I want the very things that you're saying this manipulator will give me. Well, they're talking about something a little different. And we're talking about being entangled in those situations where someone actually tries to drag you down and force you to be a mirror of who they are or someone that does life their way and might even somehow pull you into some very sick, complicated situation where you're actually engaged in being hypnotized by them and doing things and saying things and being available in ways that really ultimately make you feel dirty disrespected, um, controlled, losing yourself. And it's those situations that are very different than saying, well, that person wants the very thing I want and therefore we're compatible. <laughs> we want the same things. And if someone wants to give you something that you want to receive and it feels like that's going to be the strength of the relationship, that's a common choice as well. It's when it slips into something where you are deeply, deeply feeling 
like you have lost yourself, lost who you are, lost control. Now this really bites when there is a movement towards spousal abuse or child abuse, pornography or sexual abuse. When things become verbally, emotionally, and physically violent, that's when an individual has gone way too far. And often what happens when emotional manipulators is that they start off great, but then they begin to introduce violence of one form or another into the relationship and then back off and give all the good stuff and then become more violent in some way or another the next go around. And this makes people extremely entangled in the process because they live for the good moments and they suffer through the bad. Don't forget, you can leave in any moment and that self-respect is a premium that you don't want to give up. It's, it's like taking your bank account and dumping all that money into the ocean. You don't want to give up something you're going to need. And self-respect is a very valuable commodity. So when someone else is not respecting you, get away. Because chances are, it's only going to get worse. Or, if they disrespect you, and they do learn not to disrespect you in the future because you've left or retained your self-respect, then okay, then you're growing a relationship and an understanding with another individual that might be kind of emotionally crippled and not knowing how to respect you. But on the other hand, you can have the mindset that you're saving someone who needs to learn how to be respectful in a relationship, hoping that they will change and love and understand how to be kind and good. And if you're giving up who you are in order to teach another person about all the goodness in life, yet again, you have been emotionally manipulated to forego being your life. Now, we can talk more about how this is true with children as well, but I think that's probably enough for, enough for now. Well, this is Dr. Carol Francis. I am a clinical psychologist, and I've been working in the field for 38 years with couples and parents, children, individuals who have found themselves completely confused by the emotional manipulators that they've become very entwined with. Take the best of care and contact me, if you will. I would love to hear your comments and thoughts.